Hey folks, hey millionaires. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. It's approximately 1210 here in gorgeous Houston, Texas here. And um, we're live here. We're live here. And this is the podcast that I do every single night here um, via Instagram here. And it's then converted over to a podcast that gets uploaded to iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify for your listening pleasure. But the most interesting part about the rant, one, I'm transparent, I'm <clears throat> very genuine here. Two, three, I'm a self-made millionaire. Four, I give everybody, man, woman, new entrepreneur, or even an entrepreneur that's been in business for a while, the opportunity to pick my brain, okay? Where you can ask me questions here, anything, anything you want to know, right? And a little bit about me, I'm currently worth $40 million. I know what you're thinking, not that much, right? I know, but somebody got to start somewhere, right? Um, <clears throat> that should double in the next 12 months here. But um, I just want you to know who you're talking to. You know, I'm from Houston, Texas. I grew up pretty average, like most of you. But I became a self-made millionaire. And I became that way by disciplining myself, um, by believing in myself, having faith and working sedulously towards the life that I have here today. And all I want to do is make a contribution to you <clears throat> and let you know that you can have a conversation with me and it's free of charge. I'm not charging you anything, as a matter of fact. Don't pull out your credit cards at all because you don't need them. Okay, I'm here to give genuine advice, but I will be very blunt and direct. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Um, making millions of dollars is not. Um, <clears throat> it's not. I mean, it's easy for me now, but it's not easy because if it was easy, everybody would be making a million dollars, obviously, right? So, it's just like the NBA. If the NBA was very easy to enter into. Well, everybody will be in it. Every basketball player that wants to be in the NBA, but that's not the case, right? It takes work. It takes time. It takes patience as well. And it takes a very deep desire that you will one day be that successful individual that you want to be. <clears throat> so let me give you guys a shout out here tonight. Just want to do another Q&A, okay? Give you the opportunity to ask me questions here. <clears throat> And don't be afraid to ask me anything, right? <clears throat> I know we had a lot of questions last night that I miss a few. So I want to jump back on here tonight. All right, to see if we can address some of that with you guys here. Okay. All righty. <clears throat> hey, Jacqueline, how are you? Hey, Black American Goddess, we have... Um, who else we have here? Are you feeling sick? No, I'm not sick. It just, <clears throat> just the little sniffles, you know, little sniffles. <clears throat> no, but I'm fine. In the script on my 25th date. Good job. How do you improve your vocabulary? Okay. All right, cool. How many of you would like to improve your vocabulary? Okay. Uh, and I want to give you some pointers here, help you with that 
had somebody just ask that question below here. And, you know, believe it or not, I haven't always been this astute speaker that I am here today. Okay. I know some of you believe that I've been speaking this way for a very long time. That is so far from the truth. As a matter of fact, I, um, you know, in my 20s, I used to speak fairly fast and I wasn't pronouncing my words properly and I couldn't articulate information that I'm able to do it now. Okay, and I'll share with you a story what really compelled me to increase my vocabulary and to really refine my communication skills. Okay, I'll never forget this. I was in Afghanistan. So many of you know, I spent some time in Afghanistan as a contractor, not as a soldier. I was in the army, but I was kicked out of the army. But then I went back to Afghanistan as a contractor for the government, okay? And I remember, I'm sorry, I was in, I think I was Iraq, actually. I was in both, but on this particular tour, I was in Iraq. And I had a friend, he was a black gentleman as well, and he brought me out and he said, Wesley, you're looking for a job? I said, absolutely. But I want you to fly down to Iraq and be my regional, uh, be um, be my manager. Okay, operations manager for information uh, technology for IT for Afghanistan and Iraq. Huge position, paid a ton of money here. Let's make about six figures. So I said, absolutely, man. <clears throat> I flew down there. And, you know, for the first time, I was with the big boys. You know, when I say the big boys, I was at the big board table. You know, those tables where those conference rooms and you have many people in different departments and they're all giving their updates and they're all sharing the ideals of what needs to happen. Um, they're talking about KPIs, their deliverables, what they have done for the day. And I found myself at this table. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. At this time, I wasn't just the best communicator, you know, because I've never worked on my communication skills, Right. And I didn't necessarily grow up in an environment where I was taught how to speak properly, okay? I had the same dialect that my friends had. Make sense? Using words like, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, stuff like that. Um, So, I'll never forget when, listen, I'll never forget when they were going around the room And they were asking for updates. They asked the operations manager, the facility manager, the uh, electrical manager. Um, You know, every department was there that basically was the leadership that kept the base running properly. Okay, And I was a little nervous, right? Like, I didn't want to give an update because I didn't know exactly what to say, but more importantly, I didn't know how to articulate it, right? <clears throat> I didn't know how to speak in a way that it would make perfect sense, and I didn't I didn't want to sound like uh, Adeline Chow, okay? But <clears throat> lucky for me, 
the young man, the black gentleman, his name was Chris. <clears throat> when they got to Chris, Chris took the mic. And when I say that Chris communicated to these gentlemen in a way that just floored me. I mean, it was almost like hearing a song, your favorite song. And he was just speaking to them and he was handling the objections and the rebuttals based off his report. And it sounded real nice, even his tonality of his voice, his voice inflection, the cadence on how he spoke the information and how he delivered the information to the group was fascinating. And I remember when the meeting was over and we went outside and I was fascinated. And I said, hey, Chris, man, how did you do that? I said, how did you do that? He said, did what? Like, how did you learn how to communicate that way? And what do I need to do to communicate that way as well? Right? I humbled myself. He was a grown man. I'm a grown man as well. Right? But <clears throat> he had a skill that I wanted as well. And he said, Wesley, you have to educate yourself. Okay? And I never thought about it, you know, I never thought about truly like educating myself as it relates to communicating better, learning how to express myself better. Okay. And from that day, this is what I started to do and write this down. This is what you need to do. Um, I begin to learn new words. They have a CD by the name of, um, I think it's called Word Power by Brian Tracy. I think you can find it on Amazon. It's about 500 words. And every day when I would drive to work, when I got back to the States, I was listening to this CD. And every day it was teaching me new words that I can inculcate into my normal way of speaking. Does that make sense? Okay. And I learned a ton of words. I mean, I was listening to these words over and over and over and over again. And not just that. It's not enough just to learn words and to implement them <clears throat> within your conversation. Also, number two, I began to listen to people who spoke well. See, a lot of you have broken English. I understand some of you. English is not your first language here, but you have broken English because of the environment of the people, of the friends or family that you hang around, okay? And that's why you speak a certain way. The way that you speak is derived from your environment. So think about your friends right now. Think about it for a second. Think about the people that you spend most of your time with. Will you typically speak like them, even if you don't pronounce your words properly, maybe you mumble, you're lazy, very lackadaisical with your language, right? And you don't think twice about it. But let me tell you how it will really, really affect you in a detrimental way. 
I have a friend and I remember he was working for a, t uh, a place. He was working for this place. And <clears throat> he's been there for about 10 years and he wanted a promotion. And every time that he was qualified, obviously, he'd been there forever. He understands the work ethic. He understands what needs to be done. He understands the operation part of what he does. Okay. So it's obvious for him to be the manager because he's been there the longest. But let me tell you something what happened to him. Each and every time that this young man, he was a black man, would interview for a for the position, he would never get the job. And he would come back to me and say, Wes, you know, I don't know why I can't. Well, you know what happens to me when I'm in an interview? It's like I know what to say, but I don't have the words. And what he was saying was this. He knows what to say. He knows the job. He understands the job. But he didn't have the ability to articulate himself in a way that he could communicate to the manager, the leadership, that he was a great fit for the position. Okay? So, my advice to you, if you want to increase your vocabulary or your communication skills, one, change your environment. You can't listen to Pookie and Ray Ray any longer. Okay? Listen to speakers who speak well. You can go to YouTube.com, type in motivational speakers, Anthony Robbins, Wesley Virgin, Jim Rohn, okay, Dennis Wayless. It's a ton of them, okay? Also, and this is, this is huge. Learn how to slow down when you speak, okay? Not only is it beneficial to you, it's very influential when you slow down, okay? Many people are not aware of that because the thing about the brain, we have so many thoughts, right? And we're trying to communicate and we're trying to expel those thoughts out of our mouth so quickly. So that's why people tend to talk fast. But listen, slow down, pause when you speak. See, I just did it. Does that make sense? When you slow, you can, and listen, you know, I, I understand unconsciously we believe if we talk slow and make pauses in our conversation, we feel that, well, people may label us as incompetent. It's not true. One thing about the human mind, when it's trying to understand information, when a person is speaking, when you talk slow and you make pauses, when you deliver information, it is very influential because the brain can understand and process what you're talking about. Make sense? You with me here? Now listen, listen. This is no easy feat. You know, you might say, well, Wes, I'm going to try it tomorrow. But 
initially it will feel uncomfortable to speak this way. I do it all the time. I mean, I, I, I mean, this, it all depends on who I'm talking to. But um, if I want someone's attention, like if I want your attention right now, I say, hey, listen to me. Listen. You at this moment can increase your communication skills. I mean, you could do the, I mean, you could do this with anybody. I mean, this is really, it's very powerful with women, by the way. I mean, with women, sheesh, Jesus, it's very powerful. You could be talking to a woman, talking to a waitress and say, hey, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you one question. Look at me. I really enjoy your service today. Should I do that? It's powerful. Because what happens with the human mind, people, it's like they start to have this, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's, it's almost like you're putting a person in suspense for what's next. Okay. And it's very powerful. Just slow down when you're speaking. Like salespeople, how many of you are salespeople? How many of you sell stuff, okay, verbally? Listen, pausing in between your synthesis and words is probably the most powerful thing you can do with a prospect. I give an example. Say if I'm selling the genie script. Everybody know my genius group is a product that's been sold all over the internet right now. It's a meditation manifest, manifestation product. So if I say, hey, uh, just say your name is Julie. Hey, Julie, how are you? Oh, hey, Taryn. How are you, Taryn? You're doing well. So I have something I want to share with you. And I want to ask you to have an open mind for what I'm about to say to you, okay? What I want for you, and I'm sure what you want for yourself, is change. Am I correct? Not saying that your life is not great now, but I'm sure you want better, correct? And listen, I don't want to recommend anything but I want to make a suggestion to you. I have a young lady. Her name is Kimberly. She put up, she picked up a product by the name of Genie's Group. Okay, it's a Genie's Group. And it's just a product that allows people to take their thoughts that is in their brain and to transmute them into physical things. That's it. So all it does, it allows you to take your desires and thoughts and dreams and to make them real sooner than later. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to test drive it for seven days. In seven days, if you're not jumping over the fence, if you're not willing to jump, in sh jump into shark infested waters for my product, I'm going to give you all your money back. Seven days. 
Is that fair? See what I did there? I mean, I just sold my program, right? Just sold it to you. But you have to notice the tonality, the voice inflection, the pauses. I'm taking my time, right? Okay. Did that make sense? Did everybody learn something there? Okay. Talk slow. Okay. Talking slow doesn't mean that you're incompetent. Talking slow means that I'm pronouncing and I'm enunciating my words properly. I'm changing my voice inflection when I need to. See what I did there? Even the tonality. I may have a change in tonality when I'm speaking to you directly here. Or I may say, hey, hey, you got this. It's nothing that you can't do. You're a king, you're a queen. Don't look in the past. The past is gone. See what I'm doing there? It's very hypnotic, it's very powerful, it's very influential here. Okay? <clears throat> All right, next question here. How do you become a great leader? Easy. All great leaders have one thing in common. See, I just did it right there. See what I did there? I said, all great leaders have one thing in common. See, I changed the tonality. I have your attention when I do that. It's very powerful. And men, do this with women. It's very Even women with men, it's, it doesn't matter. Any gender, it works very well. People will be in the trance. I mean, you can just tell them anything. And they will do it. I mean, trust me. It takes practice. But um, I'm a master at this stuff. Um, so it takes one thing to be a leader. For a man or a woman to be a leader of people, he or she first must be a leader of him or herself. Okay? If you can't lead yourself, if you can't tell yourself what you need to do, and what you must do, no one's going to follow you. Okay? That's it. That's how you become a great leader. Leading yourself. And leading yourself in a way that you actually achieve your outcome. Right? You can't lead yourself uh, in the way of destruction. Got to lead yourself to put yourself in a position where the outcome is optimal. Okay. Another thing about great leaders, they're, they're honest, which means if you're wrong, apologize. If you're wrong, say you're wrong. Leaders, one thing about great leaders, to tell the truth when they need to. Okay. Tell the truth to the employees. They're transparent. Tell you what it is. Because these are qualities that people that follow them, this is what they want to hear. They just want to hear everything is great. They want to say, hey, what's going on? That's wrong. You know, tell me, be vulnerable, be open. Leaders are very open. Like me, I'm very open with all of you. I tell you folks about all my mistakes in life, how I've been in jail a few times. 
I've had a bankruptcy. I've had bad credit. I've been kicked out. I've been evicted out of my apartment. I slept on the floor for months and months and months. Right? I mean, I'm just open with you. That's what leaders do. Leaders are okay with being vulnerable. They're okay with it. Because that vulnerability allows other people to believe them and to follow them. And want to be like them. Okay? Next question for me here. High energy, high income. Let's go. Thanks for the badges, by the way. Uh, MTWG. Thank you so much. Love you for that. What's next? Here? Questions for me. Questions for me. Talk to me. Remember, folks, you can ask me anything. I'm here. I'm transparent. I'm just, listen, I'm laying in my bed. I'm looking at my view. You're looking at my view as well. I'm just laying here waiting for your questions here. You can ask me anything. It's nothing that I won't answer. Whatever you need to hear, whatever answer you need to help you live the quality of life that you deserve to live, open your mouth or type with your fingers in the comment box below. Hey, Wes, do you use affirmations? Absolutely. I do. Do leaders buy fake followers? <laughs> uh, I don't know, I guess. Maybe. It's a possibility. What's next? Questions for me here. What does the Millionaire Academy include? Check it out, man. I mean, I'm not going to tell you here on the live. Just go go to the page. And listen, this is what I tell people because we have a ton of people that's in that program right now. If you feel skeptical, if you feel it's not for you, if you feel any type of reluctancy, just don't buy it. Right? Maybe you need to wait a year. Maybe you just not, you don't have the guts, you don't have the balls right now to take a leap of faith. Maybe you just want to remain at your current job, your current position, your current lifestyle. You know, I'm looking for the people who are not afraid to take a risk, take a leap in the right direction here. I, I like working with those people, risk takers. But if you're not like that, just stay at your job for the next 20, 30 years. Okay? Wait on your Social Security. Get ready for your retirement home. You know, just that's all I can tell you. You know, if you have any type of skeptic, uh, skeptic thoughts about Anything, I would say, don't do it, honestly, right? Because you're going to second guess yourself. You're going to have buyer's remorse. And then you're going to be a pain in my ass, right? Don't be a pain in my ass, right? Only buy it if you're fully confident in your decisions, fully decisive with your decisions as well. Can people join your program from the Caribbean? Absolutely. Right? We don't judge. Everybody's welcome. Thank you, Tammy. What's the best advice for a beginner digital marketer? Yeah, listen, if you're a brand new digital marketer, um, I would say maybe learn how to become an affiliate first. I am a program creator, and the Millionaire Academy is 
I, we teach people on how to create the first product. But I would say affiliate marketing, it may be easier for a lot of you because one, you don't have to create a product. Two, you promote another product. And three, you don't have to spend any, well, it all depends. We have the organic way, you have the paid traffic way. But I think affiliate marketing is a great place to start in the digital marketing space. Because you, you can literally do it like right now with no money. Uh, greetings from Jamaica. Amen. Amen. Pop, 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 pop. Can people join you? Yeah. How can I find out what kind of houses you are buying in Houston? Uh, reach out to Cheplex. He's my best friend. He also takes care of my real estate. Uh, reach out to him. He he purchases all the houses for me. We're getting ready to close on another property here for three hundred grand. Got a steal out in the humble, humble area, Kingwood. I think. What's next here? That's the formula for profit for the house. So what's the what's the percentage? That's the formula for profit exit. All right. What's next here? Questions here. Talk to me. How's everybody doing here tonight? Just looking at the comments here below. Looking at, looking at your beautiful profiles here. You guys are looking good tonight. Questions for me, please. Talk to me. Hey, Roger, how are you? How complicated is their getting access to good internet overseas? Uh, not complicated at all. How can one learn sales copy? Well, I give you the guy that I learned from. Would you like to know that guy? Type this name in. It's two names. John Carlton and John Benson. Search those names on YouTube and you're welcome. Just listen to every video they've ever put out and listen to it a thousand times. That's what I did. And this is how I learned how to write copy. How can I think and be more positive? Yeah, you just got to choose two gifted curls. You know, just choose to think positive. The best way to do it is just to be grateful. You know, whenever you're in a run and whenever you feel less than good, just remember what you're grateful for. Gratitude would immediately pull you in a space of optimism. Yeah. When you talk about buying stuff from Alibaba and reselling it, who does the shipping to your customers? Well, you can use drop shipping, right? Use drop shipping. And now they have companies like Ecom Services now. They have companies now that would come to your warehouses or come to your home and they would do all the packing and they would do all the shipping for you for a fee. Hey, Lexi, how are you? Yeah, John Carlton for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, John Benson B. I listen to your rants in the work every day. Oh, thank you, Melissa. You're such a 
You're such a queen. How many of you listen to my rants while you're at work? I'm curious. How many of you listen to my rants while you're driving in your cars? Listen, if you're not, you should be. You know, in my 20s, I was consistently programming myself for success. Always. I was always listening to personal development. Honestly, like thousands of hours of personal development every single day. Even at the office, I was listening to it. Going to bed, I was listening to it. On the toilet, listening to it. I was listening to it like I was, I consumed my mind with this information here. And it worked out. So I suggest you do the same. Can you speak about AI and how you can make money from it? Well, with ChatGPT, you can write emails that it will write for you to send to your list. Um, you can use ChatGPT for ideals, for YouTube content, for TikTok comment content. You don't even have to record the videos anymore. You can use ChatGPT to write a script. You can use another software called Maverick, Synthesia, that will have a virtual image of a person. And you just feed it the script. You can use things like Elevations Lab. I mean, there's so many ways, folks, uh, to use the AI right now. There's so many AIs and that are coming out every day. And I think I shared that website with you guys before. I'm not sure if you still have it. And thank you for listening to my rants. They work and they help. And even if you haven't got results yet, folks, for everybody that hasn't um, received any results, just, just keep listening. Trust me on it. Just trust me. Trust your boy, Wesley Virgin, okay? I have no reason to lie to you. Um, just keep listening, okay? It's going to happen. Just keep listening. Keep working. Keep taking risks. It will take place. It will happen. And the, the great thing about change, you never see it happen, right? But it just happens. Because you get so immersed in this type of information here. Um, but I would say just continue to do it. Just don't stop. Hey, Wesley, uh, do I have to hold the picture in my mind all the time? Yeah, hold it. Hold, hold the picture in the mind. Um, as long as you can, because you want to override the current picture that is unconsciously in the mind. Okay. <laughs> How do I get email addresses for email marketing on a certain topic? Yeah. So you have to run campaigns, right? Run Facebook campaigns, Google campaigns. Run it to a landing page that has an opt-in form and just collect emails that way, but you'll be paying for them. AI replacing 20% of workforce per year. Maybe more, actually. Honestly, I think industries that are in the customer service space, yeah, these people are going to lose their jobs first, like admin, administrative assistants, um, you know, customer service people, they're going to lose their jobs, a lot of them. 
because now you have AI that they got these chat bots now that resemble the communication or the conversation resembles a real human being. And now they have this AI now can extract all your data from your company. So it knows all the questions and answers. And, you know, so you were chatting with the bot on your website. You don't need a, a real person to be there anymore. Okay. And let me tell you something. It's only going to get better or worse. It's going to get better for people like myself, but it's going to get worse for people that's in the job market. Because let me tell you something. Almost, you know, so many positions, so many different jobs. They even have a legal AI now that gives legal advice to write a contract. So now contract lawyers, do you really need them anymore? Because um, not only can AI write it, it can write it faster in five, five seconds. And then to have AI now can read a contract and give you the best recommendations. It can read one contract, read another contract to show you what the discrepancies are. I mean, it's insane. It's in every industry, folks. Even the real estate industry, I truly believe in the real estate injury industry. It's going to be a time that we're not going to need real estate agents any longer. AI is going to make decisions for us. Like we're going to ask the AI exactly what we want, and it's going to give it to us. And we will only need a real estate agent just to close the home. But I even think that's going to go away. I don't think we're going to, in the near future, I don't think you're not going to need a real estate agent anymore to close the home at all, right? Because people are just going to make a decision based off the AI. And it's going to make the decision perfectly what they want. People can go to the houses. They're going to have lock boxes. You have numbers too. You hit a code. They already had that today, by the way. Like, you no longer, real estate agents don't have to ride with you to the house any longer. They have lock boxes and codes and automated now. You can just type in a number and go look at the house yourself. And you're already sold because if AI gave you exactly what you want, it's just a done deal. Have you ever done Amway? Would you recommend it? I have not. I'm making a chat by for Instagram with OpenAI. Cool. Do you think AI would be the downfall of humanity? Uh, I don't know, man. It's, I mean, it does have its disadvantages, folks. I mean... <laughs> You got the deep fakes now. You have now a software. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but they do have a software right now. You can clone the voices of celebrities, clone anybody's voice. Like they have a scam right now that's running that they can clone your voice or someone in your family. And they can put that voice on the phone and call your relative that's acting like you and ask for money. And they can just have a conversation with you. And this is happening like right now. Right, so, you know, be very careful. You're the school teacher we never had, big bro. Damn, yeah. I appreciate that, you know. I just, listen, I, I believe it's my responsibility as a leader to inform people of what's coming. Now, if you want to listen or to believe me, that's your choice. But, like, I spend my days and nights on the Internet. I spend my days and nights understanding new technology that's going to be implemented in years, five years, 10 years. And AI, listen, if you're not trying to learn what it's all about or getting involved in that, you're going to be so far behind. I mean, you're going to be, 
You're going to be taking hours to do something that people are taking minutes to do. Like, it is my goal to automate everything that I currently do. Like, I want to automate everything. We have a lot of automation right now in my business right now, but I want to automate more to the point that I'm making $10 million per month all automated without me ever having to do anything, right? I'm working on that right now. And, you know, all so many different AIs are coming out in the sales field, in the video field, editing. It's just insane, right? They have one software now that can take a full, uh, take a full video and chop it up, and make it, and make a short or make snippets of that video in seconds. Right, so it's like no more heavy editing any longer. Do you know anyone that trades futures? I do not. Who wants to go live? Ladies first, of course. It's always ladies first. And your camera must be on as well. Did you partner with AI Diffusion? So no, I'm not a partner for them, but I do recommend the software we're using it. Yeah, but remember, I have a large company. I have a lot of people that work for me in different departments that do different things. And we use a lot of different AIs that I do recommend to my uh, followers and to my um, email group, right? Um, but, um, yeah, but they have their own support, right? AI Diffusion, obviously, is a company, right? I don't work for the company. I just recommend their stuff because I use it for myself. Can you automate any business? Yeah, I believe so. My life has changed tremendously in tremendous ways since listening to you. My life is on Claude and I for money. Thank you so much, Backwood Pete's. Yeah, definitely start researching AI and you know, just the reason I want you to research it is because the things that we used to do on the Internet that we had to do manually, you don't have to do it anymore. Like copywriting, folks, you don't have to be a copywriter anymore. You don't have to learn. You can just go to chat GPT, go to copy.ai. Uh, so many different copywriting sites with AI now. It, it'll write the copy for you. Honestly, like you can create a product today. Like we talk about that in the Millionaire Academy. Like it's you have a chat GPT that will write the copy for the product that you currently have. It will write the entire copy for you. Thanks so much, Tammy. How do you balance being a father and entrepreneur? Um, there's no balance, you know, there's no way to measure how much time I'm spending with my children versus the business here. But I've integrated my lifestyle with the business, with my children. They understand this is what daddy does. As a matter of fact, my son, he's going to be working for me now. He's working for me now and, um, he's in the business. I mean, the business is my life, right? Even this is the business, right? So, um, I mean, I have a good time with my kids. I see them every day, obviously, because I work from home. So, you know, today 
I took my baby girl, Denaya. She, I got her a trainer. Got her the best trainer in Texas. This guy's an Olympian. And he's training her for track because she did, she did very well last year. And we're thinking that she can do much better with training now. And he kicked her butt. Man, he, he kicked her butt. So, you know, just to have the flexibility is great. But I'm always working. I mean, come on. My phone is always attached to the hip, so I'm always working, working on new projects, things of that sort. So um, I just integrate everything together, you know. The business is just a part of me, and my children understand that. But, I mean, trust me, I spend enough time with my children. I mean, I don't – I'm not sure if your children want you to spend all this time with them all the time. I'm sure that when you're with them, you should be present. But I don't think any kid wants you to be there all the time. It's annoying. I don't know. I don't think so. Right. It just sounds good, right? What does it take to become a great closer in sales? Learn from great closers, man. Find your closer and learn from them. I love that you make more eyes from your bed on your laptop. Mo eyes? What's a mo eye? What? I'm lost. What's the next? Hmm. Yeah, uh, and I would say if you run a business, get your children involved. Show them what you do. You know, talk about it. I tell my children how much money I make. They can't even believe it. Like, wow, you make that much money, Daddy? Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. They're like, keep making it, Daddy. Keep going. Of course. Because of the business, I can provide the lifestyle that they adore, right? So if I have to work and not talk to them, they okay with it? They fine. You know what they fine? Because in a month, we're going to Paris and we're going to Rome. I mean, so what? We're going shopping. What we're going to do is we're not going to pack any clothes. And we're going to Paris and we're going to shop for hours, me and my children together. Okay, so I don't think they're feeling neglected because their dad is working. Not at all. I love that you make money from your bed on your laptop. Oh, yeah. I'm making money right now, honestly. I'm in my bed. I'm still making money. Like Maybe I can pull it up. Let me see. Let me pull up one company. See how much money it made yesterday. Hold on. Let me show you guys this. Look. Look at that. $6,000. May 30th, 31st, 6,000, yeah. And like I said, I got like 15 different companies, you know. 6,000 a day is about, what, 180,000 a month. Not too bad, right? Just some extra change, some, some spending money. Listen, I just want you to know that you can do this too, but you got to put in the work. Got to take risk. You can't be a quitter. You know, you can't buy a program and just quit six months in. Be committed and dedicated to the program, to learning. Be dedicated to the course. Even the people that buy our high ticket programs, we're looking for you to make a commitment. You have to learn this stuff, right? It may take a year or two, but it's okay. You with a team that's going to work with you until the very end. Okay. 
Well, let's see how much it made yesterday. Hold on. Let's see how much we made on the 29th. Let me show you guys my numbers. See that 29th? We made 11,000 yesterday. Look at that. May 29th. And this is a brand new company. This company is about 60 days old. It made 11K yesterday. Yeah, my goal for this company is to do about $300,000 per month. And the great thing about it, this is a total automated company, right? Automated. I don't do anything. I don't do anything. The only thing I do is look at the money. This is a totally automated company because it's a funnel. Just totally on automatic, you know, just it's automatic, man. I don't do anything. Okay. And you could do the same thing as well. So if I have several options, isn't it best to focus on one with the least effort? No, I wouldn't say that. No, no, no. You can't think like that. That's how poor and broke people think. They're always looking for the least resistant path. No, 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 no. Don't look for something. It's no such thing as the least resistant path as it relates to becoming wealthy. Okay? It takes work. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, are you getting value here? Come with the word value. Let me know. Let me see here. King West ebook or software? I don't understand your question. What do you mean? Questions here. So I guess I don't have any ladies that want to go live with the king here tonight, huh? Come on, ladies. Take off that wig. Take off that that hair. Bun it. Turn your lights on. Go live. Okay. That's if you want to. Wes, I need your help. I bought two homes in Hawaii that are remodeled. So how much money should I spend in, uh, in there? Is there a formula? Yeah, I mean, you need to talk to a builder. You need to talk to a real estate person, okay? I wouldn't be able to advise you on that because I'm not privy to the Hawaiian real estate market. Anything I say would be basically conjecture. You say to focus on one thing at a time, but you have multiple companies. Isn't that contradicting? Good question, Frank. So let me explain something. Before I made a dime, before I made any money online, the first company that I ever made money with was FatDiminister.com. And I focused on that company, even while I was making millions of dollars, for two to three years. Okay. Then after that, I created more companies. But Fat Diminisher was the only company that I was focused on until it made the money that I wanted it to make. Okay? Because once you make the million, you know, once you have a success in one company, you just apply the same activities and disciplines and habits to the next company, honestly. It's, hot. it's just that simple. So, no, I'm not contradicting myself. 
I focused on the fact that men insured.com in the beginning. Okay. And it did very well. Any more questions for me? Hey, Kayla, how are you? Any questions for me? Questions for me. Questions for the king. Before I let you go here, are you getting value? Can I get a high energy, high income, please? Are you taking notes? Or are you just laying there listening to my voice, not taking notes at all? Okay. King West is selling on JV Zoo's product outdated? No, not at all. I know people that make millions on JV Zoo. What was the name of your first company? Uh, first company was 7dayfitness.com. The one I made money with was fatdiminisher.com. Hey, passion, create success, how are you? How can I implement AI in self-publishing? Mm, so you're going to publish a book? Well, the AI can write the book for you. Okay, it can write the book for you. Okay. Our books. What's next here? Talk to me. I suggest all of you take notes. I'm gonna slap you with baby powder. Okay. Don't be silly. Don't like. Don't lay there and don't take notes, folks. That's just stupid. Take notes. Write it down. Okay. I mean, who wants to be broke next year? Do you want to have the same job next year? But take notes. You got to be willing to do something different. Write it down. Okay. What's next year? Questions for me. Anymore. It's one o'clock in the morning. I can't wait to go to the gym. Tomorrow I have um, shoulders. I'm gonna rock shoulders, man. I'm gonna rock. I'm I'm uh, I'm in the verge of putting on ten more pounds of muscle. So I gotta eat quite a bit. So I'm eating a lot these days. And plus keeping my my um my my at my eight pack, which is invisible right now, but you Got a little four-pack going on. We're working on it, okay? How do you handle being overwhelmed in a good way? I have the script, and it's awesome, thanks. Um, I would say, you know, people that tend to be overwhelmed, it's because you're just thinking about the unknown, and you're thinking about what, what may happen that doesn't serve you, So, such as, you may be overwhelmed. Oh, I got all this work. I got all the stuff I got to do. Well, maybe you do have to do the stuff, but you have to do it right now. Right? Sometimes women typically just overwhelm themselves about things that don't even need to be done in the current moment. Just take a deep breath. I mean, I get it. You have a lot of things you have to do, but it doesn't mean you can do it all right now. 
So you might as well just like take a chill pill and relax, right? And do what you can do and just move forward. Make sense? Is creatine good for females to gain muscle? Uh, I'm sure, yeah. I don't suggest women take creatine, but unless you're trying to be a bodybuilder or you're really trying to get, you know. I don't like muscular women myself. I, I, I like women that just soft and sexy, you know what I mean? I mean, I do love a woman that work out, but I don't t I don't necessarily want a strong woman, so strong, stronger than me. I'm like, okay, uh, negative. <laughs> I like a I like a girly girl girl, not a man girl. Let me see here. What's next here, folks? You're very, very welcome, Villain. Carlos, are you? What does it take to become a successful CEO running a successful company like US? Perseverance, patience, belief in oneself, action. Take an action every day, man. And modeling what works. That's all I did. I just modeled a product that, that was working. That's all I did. I did exactly what Burger King did to McDonald's. What Bank of, Bank of America did to Chase Bank. Okay. What's next here? God bless you as well. Can women come online to shoot their shot? I'm just curious. Shoot their shot? You know, right now, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm I'm unavailable. You know, I'm not currently dating any woman right now. I'm just not in the mood. I don't have the energy. I just got out of a entanglement. <laughs> and right now, man, I'm just chilling, honestly. I'm just working. You know, I'm working on become the greatest version of myself. Just, you know, spending time with my children, working on the business, businesses, the companies, and working on my real estate and traveling the world. So I'm just unavailable. Uh, sorry to tell you, ladies. I'm sorry to break your hearts in advance. <laughs> not right now, man. I'm not in the mood. I'm not. I'm just not in the mood to be dating. Honestly, you know, if you see me out with a girl, it doesn't mean I'm dating a girl. It doesn't mean I'm sleeping with a girl. You know what I mean? It's just I'm just not in the mood. I, I just do not want to give any energy to any women. Right? Now. I just don't. I'm not in the mood. Not at all. I'm loving my life as a lone wolf. I'm loving it. I'm isolated. I just love it. Now, if I meet a woman that just aligns with me perfectly, then yeah, maybe. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It takes a very, very interesting type of woman to be able to deal with a man like myself right now. So can you speak on what Ariella does with real estate and opportunities she offers? What she does with real estate? What do you mean what she does with real estate? Can you explain yourself? I mean, she used to be a real estate uh, person back in the day before she met me. She has a real estate course now as well. When you focus on life's mission, vision, passion, purpose. Oh, well, okay, that's not the question. All right. Thank you, Tammy. Tammy Powerhouse doing her thing. Follow her. All right, what's next here? Entanglement. You know those entanglements, right? It was a great entanglement, though. I loved it. I loved every experience of it. 
bit complicated though. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, DJ <laughs> says, I'm honestly really not in the mood either. Perfect match. <laughs> uh, I'm, beyond, I'm just not in the mood, honestly. <laughs> I'm just not in the mood uh, to be in any type of relationship right now, honestly. I'm, I'm relaxed, chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Hilarious. You never know. Tomorrow morning, tomorrow, you never know. You may say, you may look on my Instagram story, you see me with a beautiful woman. You're like, Weston, I thought you said you would, you don't want, you don't want to be in a relationship. I'm like, well, you know what happened was, this what happened. I mean, you never know, man. You never know what the universe is going to throw at you, right? <laughs> like, what, well, what happened was, um, she kidnapped me. No, I'm just kidding. All right, Miss Cutie, how are you? What's the next here? Yes, the real estate course. What does she offer with the course? So she basically teaches you how to make money in real estate without having a license. It's a really good program, actually. Let me see. And no, I don't have a team. You know, women are so funny. They say, oh, I bet you have a team of women. A team of women? Really? Do you know how um, over... I don't think you're overwhelmed, but... You know how annoying that would be to have a team of women? I mean, how do you, you manage all these women? I, mean, I don't have time to manage women. Like, have this woman, have this girl, have this girl. Absolutely not. Absolutely. I am not... I don't have a team. Never will. It's not happening. Ever. Okay. No, it's too much stress trying to deal with several women at one time. Absolutely not. Yeah, I have options, but no team. Does everybody really have a real estate license? No. Well, you know, don't, don't let me speak out of term. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't think she sells houses now, so I, I don't know. I don't think she does, though, but I don't know. Thank you, Wesley, for still inviting me. You're very welcome. Not sure why I invited you to, but okay. All right, let's go live with this person here. Uh, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, what's Oh, what's going on, man? What's up again? Doing? Yeah, I got the hat officially now. Hey, I've been great. Man, I love it, man. I love Turn it. this off. Talk to me. Yeah, started manifesting a lot of things, a lot of opportunities. Sorry, ladies, <laughs> I went live. <laughs> but, um, yeah, everything's great. I actually came, I was trying to get my sister to go live because I've been telling her oh, recently okay. what's been going on. And I, I used to be adopted, too. So, you know, oh, I manifested man. finding That's my amazing. family. Um, so, oh, I yeah, remember you. You the one that had the girl you had to let go. Um, but she was stalking you, huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she probably still stalking <laughs> me now. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, just trying to keep 
keep low key right now and just focus on making money, you know. I just came from uh I, I live in the in Brooklyn, so I had to travel all the way to the Bronx, two hours away. I should be in bed right now. I got work in the morning, but I I chose to go live. There you go. That's what you got to do, man. So how can I help? Um, yeah, so I, I manifested like, you know, more opportunities. Uh, I was in City Island where there was like, you know, a bunch of millionaires over there too with boats. And one guy wanted me to do uh, a wrap on a boat. So I had to do the measurements and all that stuff. So that's the opportunity there. And then he wanted me to wrap a bike. So that's more money. Um, and then I got other people wanting to do paintings and portraits and stuff. So Got, I got to keep busy. I, you know, I have that nine to five job. It's not a nine to five job. It's really like a salary based job, uh, which is vinyl wrapping and putting advertising up. Like tomorrow I have to measure like target just to do a measurement. And that should only take like two hours and I just could come home and focus on the business. I spoke to Lana recently um, and she told me about, cause I'm in the millionaire. Yeah. Academy and I, I didn't complete it yet, but she was telling me to focus yeah. on creating advertising because okay. I'm, I'm creative, I'm an artist. So she feels like that would be a good thing for me to do. And it's crazy because I have like a bunch of lists that I made ever since our last rant. And, and I already put that I got to make, the, I'm, I'm going to create the perfect advertising for the genie script for, for, for Wesley Virgin. And I had ideas because right. I'm using the AI features and I'm using like, um, with my, with my um, art ability and stuff like that, I'm using yeah. Mid Mid Journey as one of them, which is yeah. AI graphics and stuff like that. So I manipulate both, so I could draw on top of that, but it instantly gives me the idea that I, I'm I'm thinking, and it's like, like a perfect match for me. Like, and I'm planning on like even you know using digital marketing to sell the product and and promote. Like the genius script, but yeah, yeah. I'm mean, Atlanta. She's first, so, one of my, all my best students. Flat now, she's one of my employees. She's doing very well. I spoke to Lana, Georgette. Oh, I spoke man. to Daryl nice. before, but they were all, yeah. I, I like. I feel like I'm yeah, on the team I already. That. Trying to be on yeah, the team. Well, that is. <laughs> so. That is uh some of the folks that are doing very well. That's on the team right now. Yeah, so I feel like I'm in alignment. Uh, I'm, I feel like I'm not quite there yet. I'm like, I'm like at the shifting point right now, and I'm manifesting. But why do you, you think you're not? What do you mean? Why do you think you're I not there yet? Pick I feel like I have to just, you know, just zone out and focus on this and like cut off like every single little distraction. I mean, because I have my daughter, you know, so it's like that's. Right. That's something I can't like ignore, and you know I had a, had fun with her on Memorial Day. I took her to my brother's house upstate, um, you know, and my other brother drove us. This is my biological family that I met, so it was like all our daughters got to meet each other for the first time, which is amazing. And um, and across the street from him, he has his uh, a neighbor who's now a godfather now for his his daughter. And we were in the swimming pool. I felt like I was like living the experience, like from the visualizations, like I'm in a pool. I went to City Island, that's a beach. So I'm like 
and taking I'm I'm surrounded by uh like where the money's where the money is. And then the guy across the street, he also wanted me to wrap a boat. And um, you know, I'm charging them like uh basically Georgette told me to focus on a, a main amount to make and I said ten thousand dollars per week because I know what ten thousand dollars feels like because I've manifested it through uh, a paternity leave that I wasn't going to get from working in um, Ikea at the time. Um, and thank God I, I let go of that job because they actually closed down the location. So it's like, but at the same time, I manifested the salary job I have now, which is like, it's a good job because I have like the freedom to actually have more time to focus on my work as I get paid until I like kind of leverage my business so I can get awesome. more business. Yeah. So what, what what do you think I should focus on? I mean, am I hundred percent? Right so, you know, listen, uh, you know, 100%. I know sometimes we have all these ideas and, and so many things that we can do and we have so many different options to do in life. And sometimes we feel that, you know, we want to make sure we're on the right track, right? So, well, I'm going to make sure I'm doing the right thing. But let me explain the whole right thing this. Uh, the right thing is nothing but an illusion. It's not even real. And let me explain that. What we feel the right thing is, is the thing that's going to allow us to have the life that we desire. But in actuality, the right thing is the thing that you're currently doing right now in this moment. That's the right thing. It's like, a, think about it like a heat sinking missile. If a plane shoots a missile, it doesn't go in a straight line, right? It's going like left and right, it's wiggling, right? It's not a straight line. And it's auto-correcting itself until it right. gets to its target. So that's just like us when we're trying to achieve goals and dreams, right? You're like that heat-seeking missile. You're going left right. and right, up and down, and you may hit some challenges, but you're still <laughs> going in the direction of the dream. Make sense? It's just like driving in the car, right? We're going to hit some potholes, maybe, you know, a stoplight, stop yeah. sign, maybe a car accident. But you're still going in the right direction, but you're just going to have some some barriers, some challenges, right, that you just have to circumvent. So you're going in the right direction, right? Yeah. That's obvious. You Because you, that's your, your outcome is where you want to go, and you're moving forward because you're making progress. You got some reps here. You got to do a couple of reps here. You want to do it. So you're moving in that direction. So you're doing everything right. Make sense? Nice. I feel, yeah. I feel grateful for this live again. Um, yeah, they are. I see things Man, moving in the right bro, direction. You are, I hope to be you part are of the team. track 100%. Anybody that is pursuing their dreams and actively moving in that direction, you're on the right track. And just because you have a challenge or because you, something goes wrong doesn't mean that you're not doing the right thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I hope to work with you soon um, and be your next millionaire uh, worker. And, All right, yeah, brother. Let's go, man. Much love. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, folks, you know, let me give all of you that advice as well, because I get this question all the time. 
about, you know, Wesley, I'm on the right track. Am I on the right track? You know, I just want to make sure I'm making the right decision. Remember this. Remember this in the back of your head, okay? The right decision is making a decision. Write that down. The right decision is making a decision. You know, most people, they don't even make a decision at all because they're afraid of making the wrong decision. So they don't make a decision, which means they won't do it. They won't start the business. They won't quit the job. They won't approach the girl, approach the guy, divorce the girl. Divorce. They won't do it because they don't want to make the wrong decision. So they just don't make no decision at all. But listen, all rich people understand this. The right decision is the decision that you make. And as you make decisions, if you discover that you need to make another decision, you would discover that after making the first decision. Does that make sense? But you have to be making decisions. Make sense? You have to be a very decisive person or individual if you want to manifest and be able to accomplish your goals. You have to constantly be making decisions. And eventually, you're going to make the decision that's going to align with the outcome. But the person that never, ever reached their outcome is the, pe is the person that just never make a decision. They're like, well, I'm scared. Well, I don't know. It's too much money. It's too much time. This is not the I don't know. I'm scared. Well, okay. Well, yeah. And we all know where the people who have the inability to make decisions where they wind up working for a job for 20, 30 years, not living their dreams, right? Driving in traffic for the next 20, 30 years, doing something they don't want to do, not traveling the world, not, not really enjoying them lives, just going out on the weekends. Their weekends is their vacation, right? So you have to continue continually be making decisions and don't be concerned about the right decision because the right decision is just making a decision is that clear does that make sense to you okay thanks for the badge perspective all right let's go live i have another person here ladies why are you not going live with me tonight what's going on you scared you think i'm gonna bite if i bite i'm gonna bite you softly What's going on, Frank? How are you? Hey, how are you? Uh, just wanted to, I know you said you're going to the gym in the morning and uh, you want to get to sleep. I just wanted to say hi um, to you real quick. I've uh, been <clears throat> listening to you for the past couple of weeks and you're really helping to uh, get my mind my mind corrected as far as just just everything, everything that uh, <clears throat> everything that you talk about. I uh, just wanted to give you a lot of credit and uh, Props on that, and um, just tell you that you really help. You really helping me, like um, to get my my shit together, honestly. Because like the way you say you used to, um, you know, chase the women and go out, drink, and and just you know, yo uh, yolo kind of life. That's 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 you know, I'm 36, so that's kind of that's kind of how I've been how I've been living, you know. Yeah. But. Uh, I'm really, I'm really trying to change it around. I'm, 
I'm tired of chasing the women. You know, I just went through, I just broke up with the girl and, um, and, and like, I'm kind of like exactly where, what you're saying. I don't, I don't even want to get into another relationship right now. Honestly, I want to focus on getting my life together as far as my money straight. I want to get, uh, I want to get, you know, I'm starting to go back to the gym. Um, so I'm stop, uh, you know, I, I got the, uh, affirmations up on the fridge and the mirror you, you know go. so I, yeah i just i just wanted to i just want to give you some po some positive vibes thank you and brother. let you know that uh that you you are appreciated man man thank so, you so much brother thank you man well keep doing yes, your sir. thing man i'm proud of you stay focused you know i i think you know especially when you leave a woman man this is the time that men become their best version of themselves and then you have that opportunity to make it happen yes sir all right that's all that's all i wanted to say and i'll and i'll talk to you i'll talk to you again um For pretty sure. soon Absolutely, yes sir brother much love yeah folks uh you know i think i told you have i ever told you guys about my one and only girlfriend and how that relationship really compelled me to become a millionaire faster does anybody want to hear that story or you already know? You know, I'm transparent. I'm always willing to share, you know, and I, I'm, I'm so grateful that men have the um, confidence to share, you know, hey, I'm, I'm chasing women. And, you know, what man doesn't chase women, right? Man, I hear all just trying to get some of that, you know what? And I get it, man. Women, whew. I thank God for women every night, every day. I mean, God, you know, even though women can be very interesting at times, but we thank God for them because, man, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't get out of bed. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, they smell so good. They feel so good. Jesus Christ, God knew exactly what he was doing when he created a woman. Jesus Christ, right? Men would do insane things for women. But, um, you want to hear the story? Okay. So, look, let me tell you something. So, let me give you the brevity of it. So, and this was, I don't know, too long ago, like 15 years ago, 20 years ago. So, I was in a relationship with this young lady. Uh, should I say her name? I don't know. Uh, it's all good. I don't talk to her anymore. Her name is Michelle. And Michelle was a beautiful black woman. Well, she is a beautiful black woman, right? Caramel, short, nice body, long hair, pretty teeth, big, full lips, mm, just like I like them, right? I mean, she was a cutie pie. You know, I like cutie pies, if that makes sense to you. You know, a cutie pie is a woman that's not so extravagant. Like, I don't like women with a ton of makeup, and I don't like a woman that has Instagram accounts and trying to just like, oh, look at me. No, I don't like that. I like women that are just more modest and just have this this beautiful aura about her. She was like that. So, um, obviously, you know, I had to start to pursue her. And, you know, we, we, we got together. And things went very quickly here. And fast forward, um, we were in a relationship. And, but things started to get rocky got rocky and let me tell you something that 
has been the only relation like true relationship that I've ever like actually claimed a woman and say that she was my girlfriend. It was just her. Every woman after that, I've just never really, you know, just say this is my girlfriend, right? Like officially. Right? I just never done it. Um but it takes me a lot. It takes me a lot for me to put a woman in that position. You know, I do a lot of evaluating and I analyze her and it's you know, it's just you gotta pass the test, man. But check it out. So this young lady, we had a lot of problems, man. Oh God. I mean problems and problems. We argue, we will fight, fuss and argue. It got to the point that we had to drink wine just to have a conversation. And that was just the worst part of it. I mean, just imagine it. And I don't even drink. But for us to, like, just to have a conversation with each other, it was sickening. We had to drink something. I still remember the drink, too. Stella Rosa. She would go to this place. It was a winery. It was in um, Dallas, Texas, Keller, Texas. And for us to talk, man, we had to drink wine. We would drink the wine. We would talk and have sex, right? That's just how it was. It was just very toxic, right? Uh, long story short, it just it got so bad that you know the downstairs neighbor will call the cops and cops to come up and you know like we never fought physically. I mean, she hit me a couple of times, but she was so little, right? What I'm gonna do? And I, it was times that I slept in my car. It was insane. Honestly, I've never been in a position like that in my life, and I never will be ever. I'll tell you that that would never happen to me again because. For the first time in my life, I was changing to something that I hated. You know, I couldn't stand myself. It was so weird because, you know, before I met her, I was a very positive, optimistic guy. I wasn't rich at this time, by the way. But, you know, I was already reading the books. I was reading all the self-help books. And I was just a very positive person. And Michelle, God bless her heart, you know, she, she was very different. She was very different. Would you say she was different from me? And I remember we got into a big argument to the point that I said, you know what? I'm going to get an apartment down the street. And we're going to try to make this work for six months. Don't worry. I'm going to pay your bills. I'm going to pay your uh, car, um, your house note. Because I, uh, I had told her to quit a job because the job was stressing her out. And I made a ton of money on this. I was making like $250,000 a year. Working from home, by the way. Because I was a computer engineer. So I was making good money. So. I said, baby, just quit your job, you know, because she would come home every day and she was just complaining about a job and stressing her out and she was just tired of it. And I said, no problem, just quit. Daddy got it, you know, because I'm a provider. I'm a, I'm a leader. I'm a king, right? So that's what kings do. If you're a baby girl, your woman is stressed out, you tell her she don't have to work, you know, go back to work when you feel comfortable. And that's what I did for her. So, you know, I paid for, I moved out. But I still pay for her daughter's private school, pay for that. And I had no problem with that. That's no problem. Because I loved her, cared about her, right? And I said, we'll give this six months. And, and did you think, do you think it got better? It didn't. It didn't get better, man. It got worse. It got to the point. Let me tell you something about Michelle. I never shared this before, but Michelle had a... She has sexual control over me, okay? Now, as an older man, no woman has sexual control over me. Ella, I don't care how beautiful you are. I don't care what kind of tricks you can do. It's impossible. But at that time, this woman has, let me explain it, okay? 
So Michelle would do like when she would, would get in a big fight or whatever, and I wanted to talk. She didn't want to talk. I would go to her house because she was down the street, obviously, right? She wouldn't open the door, and she just wouldn't talk to me for weeks. And that used to piss me off, man. I used to just hate it. Um, you know, we we wouldn't talk, and you know, she just wouldn't talk. Never tell what Michelle would do when she was ready to talk. She'll come on my house, she'll knock on the door, and she'll be looking good. I mean, really good. And we end up talking to having sex every time. I swear to God, like, every time she was good, she knew how to sexually manipulate me, right? Because she was just, I mean, Michelle was something else. She was a very seductive. They have a word for her in this book. It's you know the book Seduction by Robert Greene. She She's one of those. She's one of those things. She was good, um, but I like that about her. I, mean, I like a sexual woman. I like a woman that's very seductive and tight. She was really good. I mean, let me tell you, this woman was amazing. I can give an example. Let me tell you why she was so amazing when it came to that. One day, when I got home, she knocked on the door and she was in a maid outfit, and and she had the name. Her name was like Renee or something. She was just acting this character. And she put this together. Like, I didn't tell her to do it. She just did it. And then I'm just making love to the maid of Renee. And we're talking about Michelle and how I'm cheating on her. It was just amazing. She was just fulfilling fantasies that I didn't even know I had. That's how good she was. She was really good. She knew how to, <laughs> you know, she was good. And, and I loved it. Yeah, siren. Yeah, maybe so. But she was good. And she would do this to me, right? And I get sucked back in until one day I had enough, man. I mean, it was getting bad, man. I was, I wasn't losing my hair, but man, I was just starting this. I could feel like I was just breaking down. It was so weird because we couldn't get along. It's so weird. Like the sex would be amazing when everything was good, it was good. But when it was bad, it was terrible, right? And I just, you know, I couldn't understand why we just couldn't get along. But we could not. And I'll never forget the moment when. Uh, uh, and no, she didn't play me, folks. I know you. Oh, she no, she loved me. She cared about me. We were trying to make it work. We weren't cheating on each other like that. But you know, she just, she just knew how to entice me. You know, and I think a woman should know how to entice a man. Right? That's important. Uh, to keep me, she knew how to keep a man's attention. Tell you that she kept my attention very. She was good, um, really, really good. Um, so oh, check it out. So I'll never forget the day I told her to come to my house, and I said, "Have a seat." And she had bought me an office for my birthday. She surprised me one year. One thing about Michelle, she can surprise. Let me tell you something. I probably met one other that could surprise. This woman would surprise me and do things that would just blow my mind. Uh, for, I think it was for Christmas, she somehow snuck into my house and put together a full office because she was supporting me and my company, right? My business, 70fitness.com. And um, she did that. So I shut her down in the office that she bought me. And I said, Michelle, I love you. I care about you, but I can no longer do this. From this moment going forward, we're done. Okay, our relationship is toxic. You can feel it. I can feel it. I'm not sure 
why it's not working, but it's just not working. I need time to focus on myself. And you're not to blame. I'm I'm the one to blame, you know. Maybe I wasn't really ready for a relationship. And I'm going to be honest with you. Honestly, I blame myself. Let me tell you why. It's not like I blame myself, but I was the problem because in the beginning, that woman showed me a lot of love. I'm not going to lie to you. That woman really did show me love. But me, how I used to deal with women, and I'm just being very honest with you, um, I just didn't really care too much about women. <laughs> I mean, when I said I didn't care, I was very nonchalant and very passive. I, didn't, I just didn't care, right? You know, I just have sex with a woman, whatever, done deal, get out of my bed. I mean, I was very mean. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I just, because, and, and the reason why, if I want to go deeper, is I just didn't know how to love a person. I did not know how to love anyone, right? And that probably stemmed from my childhood because, you know, I never was shown love. Like, the only love I remember is getting a whooping, right? Getting my, my butt whooped and saying, I'm doing this out of love, but I never had that love or affection. So I didn't, I was very stolid. I was very emotional with women. And, um, you know, but women will gravitate towards you because they're always trying to validate themselves because you're treating them a certain way. So Michelle, in the beginning, she was showing me love, a lot of love, you know, almost like, you know, it was like, man, I mean, relax. I'm like, relax. This is too much. And she was doing her part. And later on, I decided to love her because I started to learn what love was, right? Um, just through reading books. We had a counselor, folks. We had a psychologist. Isn't that crazy? Uh, we had a psychologist. We were talking to this guy. <laughs> I mean, I, it was a whirlwind with Michelle. I, I, mean, I mean, this guy, I never forget her. She's, a, she's an amazing young lady. But uh, she just, man we had a counselor psychologist psychiatrist talking to this guy about her issues and he told me something and that's the reason why i had to let her go he said he said wesley let me ask you a question do you love yourself do you care about yourself i said yeah so why are you putting yourself through all this stress and this um toxicity with this woman and i was like it's oh, a good question why and yeah, he was right. It was like, wow, you know, why am I forcing this? You know, I don't know. Then that's why I made a decision to let her go. And then when I told her that I was done with her, obviously she started to cry and screaming. And you know how women do, they just cry and cry and cry. It's all the show sometimes. You know, I'm not saying they're not sad, but you know, some women just go overboard, honestly. Um, and I said, she said, well, how am I paying my bill? How am I do all this? How am I pay my kid? You just gonna leave me high and dry? I said, listen, you're gonna be all right. That's what I told her in, in a very calm nature, right? I was very calm. I said, you're gonna be okay, okay? It's gonna be okay. And you know, she said a couple more words and she just left. And I packed up my stuff and, and I moved back to Houston. And I begin to focus solely on myself, honestly. And I made a promise to myself that I would never, ever in my life allow myself to be in a situation like that. And it's probably why I've been single for years. It's probably why, you know, in, even the relationship I've had with women, they just, you know, they're not long-term, honestly. 
you know, it's not that I don't give women a chance, but I have a lot of standards and I have a lot of red flags for women. If you hit a red flag, you're gone. I mean, you're going to be done, honestly. Right. And, but I'll never forget when um, <laughs> I was in Houston and it was maybe like two, three months. Guess who calls me? I mean, this girl had like, a, I wouldn't say she had control over me, but man, she just, she was good. She was like, it was an unknown number. And let me tell you how she, she sounded. I picked up the phone. Hello? She was like this. Where are you? Where are you? And I loved her voice, too. Oh, my God. I loved her voice, right? Like, everything about her, I loved her. Uh, and she was like, where are you? I said, I can't tell you. I know where you are. You're in Miami. And I had intentionally changed my Facebook profile to Miami. I swear to God, I did. Right? Because I didn't want to see her. Because I knew if I would if I see her again, right, I'm going to be back into this emotional roller coaster with this woman, right? So <laughs> I put on Facebook that I was in Miami. And she thought I was in Miami. And she was at my door in Keller in Dallas, Texas. Because, you know, that's what Michelle does. You know, she don't talk to you for a couple of months and she come back. But I wasn't there. I was in Houston, Texas. And I said, I'm not going to tell you where I'm at. Oh, I know where you're at, blah, 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 blah. But long story short, the reason why I tell you the story is, is that um, after leaving that relationship, I began to focus solely on me, on my self-development, educating myself um, about people, um, educating myself about business and really analyzing myself and asking myself what do I want and I decided to focus solely on myself to become rich and that's what I did so I thank God for myself for the experience honestly because that experience compelled me to be the man that I am here today because you know whenever I like get out of a situation with a woman I, I end I end up becoming my better self it happens all the time it's i become a better version of myself like i just pour myself into my business i pour myself into like the gym and i become this outstanding just re just regenerative man the only sad part is i wouldn't say it's sad but then i become more attractive to women then we run this process again <laughs> But it's all good. It's all good. But that's the story there. That's the story, folks. Okay. No, she wasn't manipulating me, folks. She was not. She was a good woman. She was a really good woman. Honestly, you know, at that time, I wasn't really ready for a relationship. I did. I wasn't. I didn't know exactly what to do in a relationship. I've never been in a committed relationship. So, you know, she already knew what to do. She She did everything right, honestly. I would say the only thing that was different, the disparity was her upbringing was very different from mine. So let me share this advice with you. Before you date a woman or date a man, make sure you understand how they were raised. Like some people are raised in very toxic homes. And you got to be careful with those type of people. And I'm not saying this. I'm not trying to generalize and say everybody's like this. But some people that have been in very toxic like I, I didn't grow up in a toxic home, right? It was pretty normal. My dad is a pastor. 
We went to church all the time. It was godly. It was all about God all the time. So it was good. My parents didn't curse. They didn't drink. So I didn't hear none of that, right? But uh, um, like Michelle, one time she called me a bitch, right? And I was just floored. I was like, what? You called me a bitch? I couldn't believe it, right? Because I don't want to date a woman that's going to use that type of language, especially with me or against me. And I definitely want to be with a woman that's going to fight me, right? Or can't control her anger. Right, so my household is very different. So you have to be very conscious of the people. Just ask them about their childhood, man. That's why I typically ask people, like, say, how's your relationship with your mom and your dad? You know, how it was growing up? Because however their situation is, is how they're going to usually act. And some people have been through some very, very devastating moments in their childhood. I didn't have any devastating moments. I, mean, I, I got whoopings, and that's about it. But I didn't have any kind of weird, like, I've heard, I mean, I've heard, whew, I've heard stories from women that just were being tears to my eyes. I can't believe they, you know, they went through just some of the things they've been through. It just blows my mind how parents are so inconsiderate and so insensitive to their children. But you have to make sure that you all align, right? Make sure that how they grew up is somewhat similar to how you did. Because then it's it's highly likely that it will work because of the internal values, right? So be careful of that. Or be conscious of that. Questions? How long ago was that, Wes? Uh, maybe 15 years ago. Wes, what's your view on approaching women at the gym? Yeah, do it. I, I mean, I, I, I do it whenever I feel like it. I mean, just talk. I mean, listen, you can approach women anywhere. Come on, folks. What's the big deal? Just talk to them. Hey, how you doing? My name is West. I mean, it's not hard approaching a woman at the gym, honestly. Just talk to them. If you get shut down, get shut down. Who cares? Get, get, you know, they say, nah, no, I'm okay. I'm good. Okay. Hey, it was a pleasure meeting you. Move on. That's it. But if you're feeling it, you like it, that's what you want. Go for it. Well, Mich Michelle is more mature now. How do we know that? You don't know who Michelle is? Now, Michelle is married now. She's got some more children, I believe. I Honestly, I haven't seen Michelle, even on Instagram, because she's a very private person. Like, I haven't seen Michelle in like 10 years, man. I don't know what's going on with her. Well, I'm pretty sure she's doing well. Where do you think men are more emotional in relationships than women? You know, that's a good question here. I think some of the men today are more emotional. Like, I'm not a very emotional person in a relationship. I mean, uh, even if it's in life, I don't know. It's not that I'm not in tune with my emotions, but I don't know. Um, but I think men are because a lot of men are very insecure with themselves. A lot of men, they're their self-esteem is fairly low. So, so yeah, yeah, I'll say women, men are very emotional because they're either too angry or too sad, right? <laughs> they don't know how, or they don't have any type of emotional intelligence. You know, they either get jealous, mad, resentful, bitter, or they think a woman is using them, taking advantage of them. And it's because they just lack education, honestly, you know. I would tell men, educate yourself. Spend time with yourself. Women are not going 
going anywhere, honestly. They're going to be here forever. So take a break, take a year, take two years off from dating women and just work on the money. Okay. <sighs> Questions here. Hey, we had a good talk to you tonight. Hey, Kelly, how are you? High energy, high income. What's up, KK? KK, how are you? Uh, have Michelle tried to contact you since? No. Okay, I did see Michelle. <laughs> Look, I did see. But it was a long time ago, 10 years ago, man. I think I saw Michelle one time. I can't remember. Where did I see her at? And I'm trying to think that we, were we intimate? I think we were, honestly. Um, I think I saw her one time, but it was a long time ago. Um, we, we was at a restaurant. No, but I think she looked different, though. I don't know. It just, I don't think I was just that attracted to her anymore, honestly. Like, even now, I don't, I don't think I would be tr attracted to her. I mean, just my requirements from a woman physical has changed quite a bit. So I don't think she'll be what I would gravitate towards, honestly. What's next here? Mm. Any more questions for me, folks? All right, folks, I'm going to let you go here. Thank you for joining me here tonight. Just give value. Comment the word value below, please. Uh, uh, yeah, men, men, listen, men just, men are so emotional because they've never been taught on how to be emotional, intelligent. Men are, like I said before, they're either too angry, they get to the point that they just let loose and their anger is just like a, like, like a temper tantrum, like a kid, just acting absolutely irrational? Or are they just sad or depressed or down, right? Or hurt or whatever, you know? So men just don't, and one thing about men, when they become very vulnerable with women, oh man, it's dangerous for them because women will use that against you. I don't think she's using it against you because, because she wants to, she only uses it against you when she's pissed off at you. And women don't realize for a man to be very vulnerable and share some of his secrets and deep, darkest secrets about himself and put himself in a position to be like that. Um, and for you to use it against him is very hurtful to him, you know, just this. Because many men have not dealt with a lot of, of those insecurities about himself, things that he don't like about himself. He hasn't dealt with it. So... If you haven't dealt with it, like I've dealt with all those insecurities um, that I've had or whatever, you know, it's not a big deal for me. You know, it don't bother me. But a lot of men, it still bothers them. A lot of men that are older, they're like upset because they're not making enough money. Some men are upset because they're like they're fat and overweight. Or men that always get rejected by women. Uh, men that are just too short. Men that can't communicate properly. I mean, when men have a ton of insecurities, right? Um, so, yeah, when a man opens up to a woman and he shares all his 
the securities and you know all the stakes and yeah you know, <laughs> women that use that like a like a bullet man attack you attack you up and men can't take it okay because men just don't educate themselves honestly you know men need to collectively educate themselves about people men and women like learn learn people skills learn about yourself learn about your emotions learn how to redirect and reframe your emotions understand that all these insecurities they don't need to be insecurities you just need to deal with them reframe them right but it's just a lack of education that's all all right much love folks much love i love you thank you so much yeah and women may have insecurities as well but we're talking about men but of course but women are expected to be emotional so there's no argument there why wow. i should train you on the audio now now you're live it's also no face just voice yeah it's just what it is that's just what it is all right, much love, folks. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Love you. I appreciate you so, so much. Thank you for joining me here tonight. Continue to listen to the podcast. They're available online. Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin podcast. Or, or you can follow me at on Instagram at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. High energy, high income. Let's go.